Are you interested in the latest scientific discoveries? Do you want to learn both English and science in a limited amount of time? If you do, then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Maggie, and I'm Aquaria. You are now listening to the second episode of Sensations of Science. Today's topic is vaccine testing. Concepts such as lockdowns, mask mandates, and social distancing were unknown to most of us years ago. However, today they are part of our everyday language as the pandemic continues to impact all aspects of our lives. Yeah, we experience the downturn of economic, high cost of healthcare, and also the school closure. But during this decade, people still believe that things may be looking up. Right. All of us are looking forward to the life we used to have, and now many scientists see vaccines as the solution to the pandemic. Plus, a vaccine just means the substance that is put into the bodies to protect them from disease. Oh, speaking of vaccines, there is an appealing research. The researchers are discussing a dramatic approach to research that could help end the pandemic. Infecting a handful of healthy volunteers with the virus to rapidly test the vaccine. Do you mean the research human challenge studies to accelerate coronavirus vaccine licensure, which is written by Nair Eyal, Mark Lipsitch, Peter G. Smith? Bingo! In that article, they mentioned a way of infecting a number of healthy volunteers with the virus, and with no doubt. It can speed the process of testing a vaccine and finding out if a vaccine works or not. They also argue that participants may even be better off for it. Well, what's their purpose? It sounds really dangerous. Healthy people might bear large risks. The main attraction is that they could greatly accelerate the time to approval and potential use. The thing that makes the longest time in testing vaccines in phase three efficacy testing that's done on many many people, some of whom get the vaccine and some of whom get the possible or competing vaccine candidates. Researchers then look for difference between these two groups in infection rate. However, many people will try to be careful in this outbreak, self isolate, and it will take a very long time until. Interpretable results emerge. If instead one exposes all study participants to the pathogen, one can not only rely on far fewer volunteers, but more importantly, take a much shorter period to get results. I get it. Not challenging volunteers with this live virus will risk inducing severe disease and possibly even death. This could reduce the global burden of coronavirus-related mortality and morbidity. Yet, the researchers urge that they do human challenge studies for less deadly disease frequently. For example, malaria. Okay, a mosquito-borne infectious disease, for instance. Then, there are historical precedents for exposure to very deadly virus. They propose from some of these instances. And feel there is a way to make these trials surprisingly safe. Then, what is the exact step? Do the researchers mention the details of the process? Sure, they will start only after some preliminary testing to ensure that a vaccine candidate is safe. 
and that it accomplishes an immune response in humans. Then, gather a group of people at low risk from any exposure, young and relatively healthy individuals, and ensure that those people are not already infected. They give them either a vaccine candidate or a placebo, and wait for enough time for an immune response, and then they expose them to the virus. After that, they follow all participants very closely to catch any signs of infection as early as possible. So they are trying to check if the group that received the vaccine is doing better than the one that received the placebo. That might be in terms of viral levels, the time until symptoms emerge, or whether they're infected or not. All right. Besides that, can we talk deeper into the risk to participants? Of course. It is said that the risk of harm can be reduced very significantly by selecting relatively young people. They envisage between the age of 20 and 45, and otherwise healthy, and also select people who are already likely to be exposed to COVID-19 either during the trial or sometime later. Yet, to be honest, there will be many of us who fit this description because we live in high transmission areas. You're right, but it's not a problem for them. That will also protect participants by examining them daily or more frequently for infection, and by providing them with excellent treatment immediately upon detecting infection. I can feel that they have strong expectations and determination. I have heard that based on the experience in Italy and more, that there will be acute shortages of critical care resources by the time vaccine candidates are tried. There may be some treatments that are proven to work. Perhaps the brave volunteers can be ready to assess those. Yes, they mentioned that the dramatic-sounding exposure of health volunteers to the virus is therefore adding less net risk than we might think. It might even be curiously safer for some to join the study than to avoid probable infection and then try to rely on general healthcare system. I can understand their good concept now. However, is this ethical? It might seem as though anybody volunteering to participate in such a study lacks the capacity for rational decision making, or must have misunderstood the informed consent form. That's truly a question that needs to be considered. As they said, although the study introduced risks, it also removes risks, and the net risks. While unclear, are not extremely high, so it's potentially rational. Therefore, it means that they let humans volunteer to do risky things all the time, and volunteer to be emergency medical services during this period. Correct. That significantly elevates their risk of getting infected, but it is also very important. They don't focus only on reducing risks to participants. But focus on achieving a reasonable balance between the added risks that volunteers take and the importance of the community. In this case, vaccines could be our society's only way out of the bind between economic stagnation and widespread mortality. I think that you have briefly understood the research right now, and I would like to leave a question for you guys to think about: Should participants be paid? Oh, it's a point to discuss. 
If you have any other ideas about vaccine testing, please leave them in the comments below. I hope you enjoy our podcast, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. See you next time. Bye.